Gera can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gera! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Kubu making another glimpse of goal here. That is terrific. Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts. First up, it's Mitru's biggest fan. It's Ben Woolley. What's going on, boys? <laughs> How are we, mate? Yeah, good. 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 And my other co-host is a man who likes to dress up as the West Brom boiler at weekends. It's Harry Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, gotta stay warm in these cold nights. <laughs> I think that'd suit you as a look. <laughs> Have you gone up in price because of cost of living? Yeah, mate, literally to hire me now, you gotta pay 50 quid an hour. He's stacking <laughs> mad people. We're both all good? Uh, good. Happy to be back. So, I think we're gonna start with a little thing from you, Harry, that you've been hyping up for, what, two weeks now? Nah, no, nah, only a couple of days to be fair. But. It's just a little game for us. I just, I just want to see what your opinion is on this, on this little subject that came across my Twitter the other day. If you'd like to check your, uh, your, your messages from me on, uh, on our group chat, and uh, I'd like you to pick, I'd like you to pick out of this group of photos, uh, which backroom employee of Flamengo wants to beat you up the most? I saw this. <laughs> I saw yeah, this. I saw this. <laughs> And I'd like you to pick one because I've picked mine out and I'm not sure which one you're going to pick, but I know which one straight down I've got. Oh, I know who all, it is. They are I know all who it is. fuming with me. Mate, Marcio is coming for my head. <laughs> Marcio Puglia. Mate, yeah, he's, the, mate, he's a physiotherapist as well. Imagine going in with an injury and that man staring you mate, down. That face yeah, is, my... I just turned around at the bar and knocked his beer out of his hand. <laughs> Admittedly, I thought Fabio de Jesus was gonna was he looked like he really had some dirt on me, and then I looked across to Gabriel Skinner, who really looks like he's seen something awful. We'll, we'll put these up on Twitter and let people vote. But uh, Diogo de Silva's looking like he's quite disappointed in you, and he might punch you in the face. Mine is Leandro Martins, mate. He just he looks like he's got some sort of some sort of weapon. He looks like he's to about to shoot you. <laughs> Or he's already shot you. <laughs> I'd love to know what nationality Gabriel Skinner is, because it's a very Brazilian first name, a very English surname. Maybe that's why he looks so afraid. He's not sure where he's oh, from. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that was good. That was good. Uh, ben, I believe you've got something as well you'd like to, to discuss. Yeah, I was also trawling through the quagmire that is football Twitter. That's what I wanted to <laughs> And I saw something that's been doing the rounds from the Norwegian Premier League, of all places. And it's a striker playing for a club by the name of Brand. And it's their, I think, their third game of the season this happens in, or second. And he's running through on goal. The game's nil-nil at this point. And it's the last man. This beautiful ball's been played in. He's streaking towards the net. And then the opposing defender pulls up with an injury. And this clip's doing the rounds because this guy doesn't go on to score and just tap it in past the keeper and wheel off in front of the fans. He stops the play. He puts the ball out. He lets the striker or the defender get the treatment he needs. However, Bran go on to lose this game 2-0. And everyone's been talking about the sportsmanship and the professionalism. And I want to know what the boys think. 
Oh, if it's I'm, your club, I'm running in. You and see scoring. the, yeah, you see your striker stop because the other guy's gone down with an injury. How are you reacting? The thing is, the guy's gone down with what looks like cramp. It doesn't look like an injury. If you've like ruptured your ACL or something like that, I might stop. But it I thought look like he'd a gone down injury. with a knee injury because it doesn't. It, it's not that long into the game. Well, looked, I thought it, it looked, looked like hammy. It looked like cramp to me, but still, I'm running in and scoring. The thing is, is that you'd have to look at it contextually and be like, well, at that time they weren't losing the game. It wasn't that long in a game. You're not like they didn't know they were going to lose the game at that point. It's a couple of games into the season, so you're kind of not thinking about points at that start. But then the other side of it is uh, <laughs> not thinking about. <laughs> yeah, the early games don't matter. What, what, if <laughs> what if he's done it? Like, imagine if he did it on purpose and he thought he was going to put the ball out. Like, imagine if that becomes a thing that people fake an injury so people put the ball out. Like, as you're running through. Yes, it's, it's, it's the sportsmanship is right. I think professionalism, he should be going on and scoring. The bloke, the bloke has secured himself the FIFA Fair Play Award, though, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'd, I'd buy him a beer. I just don't want him playing for my team. He's getting caught up in some of those absolute stupid awards after the push yeah. gas at the end of the year awards. <laughs> He's thinking, sod the goal, I want an award. <laughs> yeah, he can have top bloke of the week. <laughs> to be fair, his name's probably been mentioned more this week than it ever has been before. Oh, that's very true. Uh, get a big transfer. Well, boys, off, off from the jovial stuff, we have something very important to discuss. Now, this is serious business, and this might yes. take a, this might take a bit of a while, but there is a serious dossier of evidence. So it appears the streets won't forget Hall of Fame has been infiltrated by a fraud and a liar. And I what? would like I would like to bring this case to the streets won't forget court. So Justice Woolley and Justice Martinez, I bring you the case of Papis Cisse's goal against Chelsea. Ooh. During our first podcast, we stated that he meant that goal. But after some research, evidence has come to light to suggest otherwise. And I believe Papis Cisse has spun a web of lies surrounding that goal. That is a big allegation. One, right, okay. that, one that has even caught himself out, I'd argue, based off the evidence. Right, okay. So I'd appreciate your thoughts on this, and we will adjourn the case for a week to give you some time to think, and we will, okay. we will reveal the outcome on next week's episode. Okay? All Very right. well. Present your case. I would like to start my case with the words of a man who should never be trusted. It's an astonishing goal. Cissé took a chance. You could see he meant it, and he said it absolutely true. Alan Pardew is a liar, I say. I do Ooh. not trust him. After scoring that goal at Stamford Bridge, Papis Cissé was interviewed by Sky Sports, with Demba Barr, his strike partner, acting as a translator. On Cissé's right. behalf, Barr said, The second goal, when I saw the ball coming back from Shola Amiobi, I just kicked it. It had no power. I was just trying, and I didn't want to keep the ball. When asked if he meant it, R replies, I think so. That, to me, sounds like a rather unsure answer. But this is where Cissé's web of lies begin. It's not long after, in an interview with the Shields Gazette, he said, When the ball came to me, I was only thinking about scoring. It was an instinctive finish. What happened to I just want to kick it, Pappis? No, no, but I think that's what he's saying. Uh, I think he's saying, I've just had a crack. That doesn't sound like instinctive finish to me. And this this blows everything wide open. Yeah, oh, I want I am justice for Jekko. I am nowhere near done. There's more. You could also be thinking that Demba Bar has just absolutely rinsed him and just said a <laughs> load of stuff that he hasn't said. Uh, he sold his mate down the river there. To be fair. <laughs> well, there is further evidence. 
So, in 2019, in an interview with The Athletic, Cissé said this, I never knew it would fly like that. You hope, but this kind of goal can happen only one time in your career. You need luck on your side, and the belief that you can just try to score from there. And then, in 2020, he said, It only happened one time in my career, and it happened to me. Thank God. It was so, so lucky. I shot and it went in. I was very confident, and I can say that it was luck, but I did it. So what what happened to instinctive finish, Papis? Gone to luck it, it now, is. has it, Mr. Cissé? I don't think he expected it to go in the way it did. He just kind of hit it. But he was confident. He yeah, said he himself he was to get somewhere near there. He has spun himself in a web of lies, and I continue with the evidence, and I have a theory as to what happened. So, looking back at the goal, it was scored in the 94th minute. And Newcastle were leading Chelsea 1-0 at the time. Yeah. Uh, and it was a crucial game for both teams. Uh, they were both pushing for European places. And at that time, in such an important game, with the ball up that end of the pitch, would you not try and smash it in the stands and waste a bit of time? Because I know I would. And I believe that is exactly what happened here. Mr. Cissé has tried to smash the ball into the stand and got lucky. He's pretty much admitted that by saying he just wanted to kick it and didn't want to hold on to the ball. I think it's a bit of both, isn't it? I think think he's tried to not volley it out, but I think he's tried to just punt it towards goal somewhere. And if it goes out, he's wasted time. If it's on target, he's still wasted time. And somehow it's gone in. See, I think think that's right. But I think that then carries ramification you just want Jekko in that's all <laughs> I, I might be sitting here recording this episode in a Bosnia shirt I can't confirm or deny but we've put him on the, in there and the assumption that he's meant it my closing statement I would like to say that Papis Cissé and Alan Pardew who's equally as guilty for this crime by saying he meant it and many other crimes against football may I add uh, and just a few but then you're that, trusting Denver ah, Bar ah, ah, I'm not done with my closing statement thank you very much <laughs> I, will be, I will not be interrupted in court <laughs> just a few weeks before that Peter Crouch scored that goal against Man City you know the one where he takes it on the chest banger. Devon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Banger. that is absolutely meant and Stoke chairman Peter Coates hit the nail on the head he said the Crouch goal should be goal of the season I hope they don't go for Cissé's goal that was a fluke a remarkable goal, but a fluke. It's a hit and hope goal, and he's absolutely right. Papis Cissé and that goal against Chelsea are fraudulent, and this has been the case for more than a decade now, and it is wrong. I put this man forward for the Hall of Fame, and I was sucked into the lies and the deceit surrounding this goal. Well, no more. I ask, nay, I implore you to review Mr. Cissé's case and make a decision over his future in the Hall of Fame on next week's episode. We must take action. Thank you very much. You're just upset you've had your pants down by fucking CC, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think everyone's had their pants down by Papi's CC. On reflection, he has spun a web of lies and he is a fraud. But he's not just in there for that goal. Hey, mm, I mean, that's what he's most known for. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't spend 15 minutes listening to Dan talk about that one goal, did we? I mean, Actually, I spent the 15 own. minutes thinking about that one goal, to be fair. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What is Papis most known for is that goal. He has lived At the end of the day, goal. does it matter if he meant it or not? And do you know what's really ironic? When I introduced him on that first episode, I compared him to Pele, another famous footballing fraud. <laughs> there you go. Okay. The evidence is there. You can make your decision next week. I, for one, just want to say a massive congratulations to Ed and Jekko for securing his place in the Street <laughs> Hall of Fame. You have forgot Berbatov, though, mate. Uh, Berbatov yeah, Berbatov's not, not getting in. <laughs> <laughs>
Bulgaria cries, Bosnia raised. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, can I take this powdered wig off now? Are we done with the court set? No, you keep it yeah, on for the whole episode. A, no, stay on. on. <laughs> You've got to keep it on so you make your decision. <laughs> it's itchy. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it, well, the big week continues because we've decided that this is the week for the big three, as we're calling them. It is Dimitri Payet, Hatan Ben Arthur, and Adel Tarat. Only one can get in the Hall of Fame. Who would like to open the discussion? Well, I think we've all been agreeing with each other far too much this podcast. Mm-hmm. We haven't really been at odds over anything, and that changes today. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm going to start with a bold opinion. I don't think Dimi Payet should be in this conversation. You're wrong. You're so wrong. I, the funny thing is, I do agree with it. No. Oh, boys. Now, it'd be interesting if we agree for the same reasons. Okay. But I, he's a weird one because he almost shouldn't be on the list of Trees Won't Forget players. He was fantastic. Yeah. in that year at West Ham. But he just kind of fell off a cliff. He never got back to those heights. He went back to France, where he's, he's still playing well. And I don't think he fits into the, dis- the discussion of that streets won't forget rival. Well, I would like to remind you of the, the actual definition of a streets won't forget player, and that is someone whose spell in the limelight was short but brilliant, and I think he fits that bill perfectly. So I think Pyatt should be the man voting into the Hall of Fame. You think about that You're free right. kick against Southampton, that solo goal against Middlesbrough where he beats about half the team. Yeah. He was utterly incredible, and I think with the other two, they're far too inconsistent. They're both brilliant players, but they're mavericks. They're inconsistent. Payet, yeah, that's why I think he shouldn't excellent. be in there in this conversation. Because he should uh, be in there in his own right. It was an 18-month spell where he was unplayable. That's Hatton my opinion. So and Tarrat would think, do it every, like, six weeks. I think Payet's too good to be in this conversation. Oh. I think any man that has has been to a international competition and played every game and played well like he did in the Euros. I don't I think he's too good. He played in an insane French team. He dominated the Prem when he was at West Ham. He's incredible. I think his highs are so high that they're better than than this conversation. I completely agree. Oh, I'm not having this. This is this is wrong. This is wrong. You've you've I got, you've got the good. motto stuck in your head of you've got to be a little bit I mean, the thing is, you can't discount Berbatov and and then not discount Payet. I think they're both Berbatov too good. Berbatov was a better player than Payet. I'll, I'll grant you that, and that is why. Because he, he wanted yeah. to go further. I think that's what it is. Like, if Payet had that desire to, to stick around the Premier League and move on to one of the big clubs, he he would definitely, we wouldn't even consider him. But I think he had that ability, and I think that's why he's too good. Oh, it's brilliant! Just brilliant again! Dimitri Payet for West Ham United! Are they on their way to Wembley? That's what he was practicing, Michael. Wow, well, absolute beauty. And we were there in the last round when he hit a similar free kick against Blackburn. And this one's even better. To beat that man from that distance has
has to be something special. And that's what it was. Moving away from Pyatt, though, I'd like to start a conversation on Adel Tarab. Of course you would, you because... championship fanboy. <laughs> no, I I think, I, personally, I don't think Adel Tarab should get in the streets when forget Hall of Fame. Ooh, okay. And I know that's a rogue right. opinion, because I don't think he can ever be forgotten by the streets. He's the first player everyone thinks of when they think of streets won't forget. And I think that he's probably a bit fraudulent for that. But then at the same time, there's a bit of... The, the reason I... I'm so dear to hold on to him and put him in this is because he had that renaissance when he played at CDM for Benfica. And for me, any player that can go from that little trickster to playing at CDM and being good at it, that's the only thing that makes me think, hmm, he could be a Streets Won't Forget player. But I think he he will never be forgotten. So for that reason, I don't think he should be in. Are we going to need the Mewtwo metric here? Potentially. But there is another reason why... I think Tarap gets in the Hall of Fame. Oh, no! He's gone Tarapped. I thought Have we gone to a reason... different player? Hang on, there's... I, I, oh, I haven't compared him to Ben Arthur yet. I I'm honestly going to go between Arthur, the two. You know. I, I probably will in the end, but we'll get there in a minute. Just, isn't there that story of Tarap leaving a game halfway through? He leaves the stadium to go get a kebab. Unbelievable behaviour. <laughs> Surely that. that can't be real, though. Surely that oh, can't it's be absolutely real. I have not, some but... stories about Adel Tarap that I've been savouring for a while. Oh, oh yes. come on! This this cool. is this is the time, and I will have to protect my source here. I I knew somebody who worked for QPR at that time when Tarap was there, and it was the kind of bonkers years where they just signed anybody. We the QPR banter era. Yes, where they signed anybody and everybody, and uh, there was lots of stories about Tarap. Uh, he would turn up to training some days, and Harry Harry Redknapp wouldn't be able to find him. And he'd walk around the training ground, couldn't find him anywhere. And he'd go to the sauna and Tarapta would be sat in there while everyone's going out for training. And he'd just say, I'm not training today, boss. And Harry Redknapp would let him stay in the sauna. Apparently, he would only train 50% of the time. And the way he got to training was by driving, unsurprisingly, but he never had a license. So the police would stop him most mornings and he would pay them thousands of pounds to not report him. And he would go on his merry way every single morning. Jesus. Is it bad that these stories are making me consider him more for a Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is like the it's the bad boy era of football coming back. Yeah, People is. talk about the George Best years and all that. This is the prime era for Streets Won't Forget players, though. The the Ben Arthur, the Tarapt. Oh, the, yeah. You've got to meet you in that conversation then, which I, that's the era of that, what was it, yeah. 2010, 2012, that kind <laughs> of... It's that the golden, it's the golden era, and it's soundtracked by "Written in the Stars" with the Premier League intro. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> the intro it. now. All over it. I I like Tarapt as well because he had that swan song, that redemption that no one expected, and we love a comeback story. Yeah, he doesn't just come back in his old position and start scoring a few worldies. He goes from this lazy <laughs> player to then going to Benfica and playing one of the most demanding high-intensity positions and roles you can have on a pitch. I don't know how he And he smashes it. Tarapt. And the tricks have come out now. Oh, brilliant. Through the legs of Allen. Is there a finish? There is! Brilliant, Tarapt! What an inspiration he has been to Queensbond Rangers. Not just today, but all season. What a signing by Neil Warnock, who chose to make it a permanent deal. 
went out to Morocco himself to clinch the signing. Look at this, first the tricks. It's not just showboating though, when you can finish like that. De Vries got a touch, but not sufficient one. And it's 4-0 QPR. And Tarap was about to be brought off. He was going to be subbed. A ball-winning midfielder. He became a ball-winning midfielder. Yeah. I, I mean, we're not. We are not. If you're coming to this podcast for statistics, you are wrong. But <laughs> I'd love to have the statistics on some of the tackling that he'd have in that. If he was any good in that position, what an incredible turnaround that is. Well, it did result in Benfica terminating his contract after two years. But the fact that he even came back and he <laughs> he was he was eating too many kebabs. <laughs> like, the fact he came back. And his sole job was to just run around and put in a shift compared to the player we saw at QPR. It's such a hilarious juxtaposition that it, it kind of adds that just that factor I love to his story. It just makes it better. I know, I forgot he was still playing. Do you remember the mm. nutmeg at Spurs? Oh, yeah. And I think it's somebody in the who, background who with their it? hands on their is head. Is it Ned Manua? No. Yeah, I think it's Ned Manua. I think it's like Ricardo Gardner or something like that. But he's, I can't believe what he's just seen. And it is outrageously He puts good. his hands on his head. Yeah. Right, what year did he play CDM? Because I've got his stats uh, 2019, here. 2019, oh, no. Okay, so that's in the UCL. Okay, in the league... How many tackles per game would you expect the CDM to have? Uh, like, at least two. In the league, he got 1.7. You know what? That's not bad for Adel Terraps. You've, you've got, got to remember in the Europa League. And he got one tackle per game in the Champions League, but obviously... Oh, so thank God we're talking averages and not total stats. I was concerned. <laughs> he got 0.9 interceptions a game in the league. And... 1.5 interceptions in the Europa League. What did he do in terms of offensively this, though? Because if he's still... I mean, yeah, he got one goal, one assist. That's the thing, is he kind of lacked that, that end product. I know, yeah. That's not his job anymore. But then, uh, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. But then, it, the other thing that I love, I love to rap for is he started that whole renaissance of having these tricky Moroccans. I don't know where they came from, but as soon as Tarap came, we just had a little conveyor belt of them. You're about to mention like, Bufal. I'm, I'm, no, I'm booting you off the call. Bufal was one of the worst players I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not saying Bufal. I'm saying Asaidi. Um, who's the one they've got now? Unahi. Like, they've got some talented yeah, ball-playing midfielders. And he was kind of like spawned out of nowhere and was one of the first. I feel like we've not really discussed Ben Arthur here. Yeah, yeah. He I... doesn't really need an introduction, though, does he? Everyone knows Hatem Benar. He's a bit of a maverick. He... That goal from the halfway line, a- another outrageous bit of skill. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Very true. And I, I think mean, one, what qualifies him... Bolton is just fantastic. Unreal. I mean, what qualifies him for this conversation and for the potential of getting in there is because he never amounted to anything. Oh, yeah. He yeah, just he, never did anything. He came through with Benzema at Leon, and he was meant to be better he than did. Benzema. Like, he had so much talent, and it was so wasted. For Ben Arthur, he's away from Ricketts. Now then, Cissé wants it played through now, and Ben Arthur delays it. Ben Arthur all the way. What a goal! That's a Ben Arthur! A magnificent goal! 
I think you'll never the, see the, a better the... example of, I guess, a lack of work rate, ambition, work ethic, just destroying a player. I don't know what he happened. For PSG, he played for PSG. like he didn't get how the, the sodding hell did he end up at PSG? I mean, he had that incredible be, season at Nice. To rap sign for Milan. So, oh yeah, to be. I'm PSG's looking at the Nice big, season though. now. The Nice season was a bit outrageous, to be fair. He had an incredible. Yeah. I don't know what his stats were, but I, I I swear he got like a goal every two games when he was at Nice. Uh, he got 17 league goals alone in 34 games, and that's wow. from midfield. Well, there you are. And there you are. That's that's a goal every two games. So he, that's that's the talent he did have. I don't know what it was because you never said on the pitch he lacked. He was never lacking in work ethic necessarily. He just wasn't good at other stuff apart from being on the ball. I think he works brilliantly, and this is probably Newcastle's a good example because you had Kabai and Tiote behind him. If you put him in a system where he has no responsibility, you're going to get the best out of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I it, I think the other thing that helps this case is he was part, as you said, of that Newcastle team. Oh, it's so, many so good. That Newcastle team is like, so good. It's so good, but so bad at the same time. The back four absolutely stinks. But yet oh, yeah. that right back was their free kick taker. Which is just absolutely crazy. <laughs> the centre-backs were Williamson and, uh, was it Colicini or was it Stephen Taylor? Like, Cini, yeah. Williamson is shocking. How they got to where they did that season, I'll never understand. And then was it Ryan Taylor is the right back and he was on set pieces. Did they have Jose Enrique at left back or is that too late? I think that's too late. I think mm. it was um uh oh no, it might be Enrique. Hang on, I'm gonna find out. Just just wait. <laughs> this could be anyone. And you know what did happen when he was at Newcastle? Yeah. Is that goal against Bolton? Do you know who he absolutely mugs off and ignores on his way to score it? No. Um, Papisise? Papisise! Oh, yes. Get, Get him out! Get him out! Do you know what? I've had enough. If you don't vote him out, I'm going to be fuming. This is literally, we're going to have a player by the end of this that we all, that each one of us will hate. So Ben's got, <laughs> Ben's got Meet You, you've got Papisise. Along the way, we're going to find someone that I just despise, and we're just going to have this little three of never, never remember players. Well, we, we used to have a list of players that we were forbidden to talk about, weren't we? Because it used to be yeah. Paul Skulls oh, was don't. name one, <laughs> two, and three. You've finally night. seen the light. We'll be here all night. Don't get yeah. me started on Paul Skulls. Are you ready for these Newcastle defenders? This, this, is, the, yes. this is the defenders in the whole squad. It's Colicini, uh, Williamson. Who was class? Uh, Davide Santon. Oh, Danny yes. Simpson. Oh, it was Danny Simpson, Jay- right? James Perch. James Perch. Uh, Ryan Taylor. What a throwback that is. Ryan Taylor. Uh, yeah. And Steven Taylor. And Gutierrez, if you count him as a left-back rather than a midfielder. Jonas Gutierrez is a legend. Yeah. But... Hero. And a former Norwich man. Well, I mean, you don't have to do him dirty like that. He's a legend <laughs> in his own right. <laughs> Get, out of here. Get out of here with your champ. <laughs> I think we had him in Prem. Well, your championship You've been in the Prem. So, so that would have lasted three hours. <laughs> yeah, we would, that would have lasted three hours. <laughs> so, Ben Arthur's like maverick streak. The more you read about it, I kind of love it. Go on, because it starts at Newcastle, not Newcastle. It starts at Marseille, and the man just decides to go off the rails. He ends up getting in a massive argument with Deshaun. Understandable, yeah. everyone gets in an argument with Deshaun. He then decides to have a bust up with Gibral Cici. Oh, that's someone you don't want to have a bust up yeah, with. Again, who would braver man oh. than me? <laughs> 
And then he does the ultimate streets won't forget move for a player. Is there's a transfer rumor about him going to Newcastle. So what does he do? Does he drive there? He just takes himself <laughs> off, goes to the training ground, and he's like, sort out a deal for oh, the style. No contact between <laughs> clubs. Marseille goes far to say that a deal has never even existed. And then he's just left in limbo. That's incredible. I think, I this think is that's, Peter Odenwingi. No, I think Peter it's slightly Odenwingi. less funny than Odenwingi because he would have had to have flown to Newcastle, whereas Odenwingi got in his car drove like, an, there, like an angry husband and drove to his mistress's house. <laughs> oh, wow. So I, I would have thought, you know, being Moroccan and the players they had around the time that Tarapt was in his peak, I would have thought that Tarapt would have had more international caps than he did. So he had 30. Do you think Dimitri Payet had higher or lower than, than Adel Tarapt? Wait, how many did Tarapt have? 30. He definitely had, so, nah, still 100% now, Ben Arthur's got less caps. Yeah, I think so. So Ben Arthur's got half the amount of caps. He's got 15. Right. For I'm France. not surprised it's France. And Payet? Oh, yeah, I reckon he's got like 50, 60 caps, you know. He's only got 38. I was going to say, I don't think he's got that many more. Because I think he's, he's part of the misfortune at times of being French when they were getting good. Not at their best now, obviously, but they had, I guess, such a wealth of talent. The thing with Payet is he scored so many bangers no matter where he's been. Like, if you ask me to name Ben Arthur's goals outside of Newcastle, I'd struggle. But if you ask me to name Payet's goals outside of West Ham, I could I could give you loads from different Oh, that seasons. one and a half volley for Marseille is unreal. What, what's the <laughs> one he scores from Marseille about two seasons ago where he does this, he does a little step over and then fakes a shot and literally breaks the keeper's ankle? Oh, the yeah, he, the he injured, injured the keeper, because he went yeah. Down. I can't remember who they were playing against. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, that's incredible. And then he scored that, that opening goal in Euro 2016 where he absolutely just puts one in a postage stamp. That's the thing is, I think he is too good. Or did he just score so many bangers that I think he's too good? I think... I don't think he's too he's, good. I don't. I don't think he's necessarily too good. I think he's too good to be compared to these two. Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. Like, there's a different opportunity for Payet to be in. Payet should be yeah. in, in his own right. He shouldn't be in... He is the, the big one. to one of these two. <laughs> yeah, he's the big one. thing is, I... He's, he's probably a better player. But these uh, are the two you think of when you think of the streets won't forget players. Yeah, and we're not okay. we're not here to decide who's a better player. No, we're here to decide who's the streets won't forget. My my only thing with the two of the two of them is Ben Arthur and Tarat. I feel like Ben Arthur was this genuinely talented prodigy who was meant to be the next big thing, whereas Tarat was always this kind of YouTube player who you'd watch for the skills, but was never really predicted to have that end product and be one of the best in the world, whereas Ben Arthur was. Unless he was in a championship and then he just walked it. It's not difficult. But to wrap, because to wrap as a player walks so the likes of Anthony can run. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. They're just there for the skills is what I mean. It, you know them for that, not anything in particular. Here's, here's a question for you. How much would to wrap the Ben Arthur have cost in this current market? Oh, at what age? Yeah, in their when they're like, I'll say like twenty three, twenty four, like peak market value age. So you're on about when QPR signed Tarat, and he had that season in the championship, and the season after when they're in the prem, how much would he go yeah. for? 
Oh. You've got to be looking at at least 30 mil. Yeah, I think you're looking at the likes of The likes of Forrest and Fulham will quite happily come up and just splash the cash. <laughs> but if Morgan Gibbs-White gets 50 mil, Tarapt is definitely getting 50. Do you know what? I know Morgan Gibbs-White is English. I think Ben Arthur goes probably for more. Yeah. I think he goes for less. No. I don't know. The other thing is, I forget that Tarapt was at Tottenham. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, it was a forgettable spell, I'm going to yeah, be honest. Yeah, you just mentioned Fulham, <laughs> yeah. and I really now would love to have seen Tarapt and Berbatov in that Fulham team together. What 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 time was Berbatov at Fulham? Because Tarapt was at Fulham. They cannot have played together, because that would have been utter 2013-14. No, but they, the combined distance covered by those two would have been about seven <laughs> yeah, feet. You've got no runners in that team if they're playing together. They cannot have played together. <laughs> Uh, they were in that team together. Oh my! No God. way. So Berbatov was there 2012 to 2014. Tarapt was, was there 2014. Where's he gone? Tarapt was there 2013, 14. You've just unlocked a part of my brain that I'd completely wiped, probably because it was due to a lack of running. I think that imagine if you're playing them as a as a as a. Like Berbatov up front, you got Tarapt in behind. If you wanted another cam in behind Berbatov, I think it would have been Brian Ruiz, who I think ran less than the both of those combined. Bryce, can you imagine that as a like a three up top? <laughs> You've got the slowest dagger three up front that I've ever if seen. If you're a fullback in that team, you're like, <laughs> me, I'm going to have to do about 30k this match. <laughs> Is it any surprise they got relegated looking back at it? No. They no. watched YouTube clips, mate. That's what they did. <laughs> Oh, hold up, though, boys. I have seen there's some damning, there's a lot of damning evidence this episode. There is more that has just come to light mm. on Hatem Benar. Oh, no. Because when he signed for Real Valladolid, he chose the number three shirt. Mm. Being. Yeah, I would. That's, that, is a, that is a shocking decision. That is awful. I think that maybe, uh, maybe rules him out. However, what if he was being played as a left-back? <laughs> if Tarrant was a CDM, you never know. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to hear a nice little quote from Tarrant that I think would be uh, would would add some humour to this? Is that when he uh, originally signed for Spurs, he had the option to sign for Arsenal, and he was told by his friends at the time, which were Abu Dhabi and Armand Traore, who he later played with at QBR, um, to not sign for Spurs because they'd rather he'd sign for Arsenal so he'd have a better chance at his career, which so happened to kind of be the case because his Tottenham one was awful. But he went on to say, I hope to be playing for one of the top four in Spain next season, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia or Sevilla. This is at the time that he'd signed for Spurs. He was already <laughs> saying that he wanted to move on to someone better. You, you mentioned Armand Traore there. Spurs just kind of... I've, I've, got, I've got another QBR story for you about Armand Traore that I think oh, you'll the enjoy. Traore one's great. I'm certain I've um, heard this. So from, from my inside source who shall remain unna- um, unnamed... Um, one day during training, Sean Derry uh, smashed Armand Troyer in a tackle, and Troyer was quite upset with it. Ran into the dressing room, and then came back out with a BB gun and started chasing Sean Derry and shooting BB pellets at him. Sean Derry proceeded to jump the fence out of the training ground and hid in like a little wooded area behind the training ground. Uh, and Troyer was in there looking for him for hours, and he couldn't find him. 
And uh, Sean Derry came out just before they closed the training ground because Troy had got bored and gone home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that QPR era is just brilliant. Oh, it's so good. You've got people like Jamie Mackey playing alongside Esteban Granero. It just doesn't make any Lynn sense. Hill at the back, what a player. It's the Taiwo. It's won't forget that team, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all, all the wrong reasons. Oh. Well, you know what, boys? We've managed to sit here for we've managed to sit here for about twenty minutes and decide absolutely. No, I'm nothing, ready to vote. So... I'm ready to vote. I'm absolutely ready. Oh, can, can I ask you? So, Dan, I'm assuming you're going for Pyatt. Uh, yes, I am right. going for Pyatt. Right. Okay. So, if you exclude Pyatt for a second, who would you pick? Out of the uh, other I'd two? probably go to Rapt. Yeah, he is that big of a. He is that big of a deal, really. When you talk about it, like I know I said he can't be forgotten, but I think that's the whole reason he's just should remember be in. there is the unwritten clause of this podcast that if we all vote for one player each, then Michu gets in automatically. Hang on a no, second. I'm joking, here. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I say, this was never discussed. i I we had a couple beers last week. I didn't have that many beers. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, you should have stuck to that, mate. Oh. You should have stuck to that. Oh he sounded so upset. I, I couldn't are have we ready to, to vote? Uh, Dan's going for Payet. Yeah, I'm going for Payet. Harry, who do you have? Um, I think Payet for me is too good, and I think there's another opportunity for Payet to be voted in. I am going to go with Ben Arthur. I think I'm going to go with Ben Arthur. Well, that is interesting. He's going to go with Tarapt. Thing is, you absolutely I'm are. I can hear it in your voice. I, think... I can hear it in your voice, Ben. Just say it. <laughs> I think Payet's too good. Not necessarily for the list, but for this conversation. Yeah, I agree. The other two, I genuinely don't know. I don't know either. Because I like them both for different reasons. Ben Arthur was this incredible player, but he was a maverick. He got into arguments everywhere he went. Tarapt was this incredibly skillful player, but I guess didn't produce... So I, I, tough, I, it? I genuinely don't know. Do you know what? Actually, I th- I'm going to change my vote and I am going to go with Tarapt. Oh, he's going to vote Ben Arthur now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm going with Tarapt. I'm going to be honest. I think I was going to vote for Ben Arthur anyway. <laughs> right, hang on. We could, but... if we can't make a decision, we could put this up to the listeners or vote both of them in in an unprecedented move. I, I think, think they, they both have to be on social media. Uh, well, again, oh, again, well, you've disagreed, so this has helped us not at all. <laughs> what we could do is preliminary put them both in, send it out on social media. If that decides a clear winner, then we remove one for now. If it gets 50-50, I swear to God. <laughs> so, I mean, we're just going to have them both <laughs> in there. God. I think eventually they will both be in there. If it gets 50-50, Pyatt's going in. I, I'm, I don't care. That's fair I enough. think this is definitely a conversation that needs revisiting. Right. I don't know if there'll ever be a definitive right, well, let's No, let's put it up to the listeners. We will do a poll over on Twitter that is uh, at SWF underscore pod. Go and vote now. Will it be Adele Tarapt or Dimitri Payet in the Hall of Fame? Let us know. It's your say. Or Ben Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering whether you were going to It will be Tarapt or Ben Arthur, so go and vote and, and let us know who you think should be the next member to join this Possibly could almost be a part season. one, and part two we revisit this. Uh, I I want a definitive answer. I'm not here to settle. I, the I do too, but is there going to be one? 
<laughs> I'm deliberately not going to give you one. <laughs> Willie, I'll tell you what, when the poll goes up, I'll vote for one, you vote for the other. <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate, we'll do a part two and we'll swap answers. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like we've achieved absolutely nothing today apart from possibly lose a member of the Hall of Fame and not induct anybody in. Just as pub chat. However, we this. have had fun along we the have. way. We have. This has been a good laugh. Maybe the real streets won't forget player is the friends we made along the way. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boys, would we like to end the episode with a quiz, as always? Nah, yeah. not feeling it this week. Mate. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Harry wins two all. Yeah! Oh, good, good job. <laughs> See you next week. Thanks, mate. Well played. Oh, go on, give it to us. Big second um, off. So, you asked for it's something to be different from starting 11, despite the fact yes. we've all really enjoyed that so far. So, to end today's episode, the quiz will be on the plane. The rules are simple. You'll take turns naming a player from an international squad that went to a major tournament. You get a wrong answer, you lose a life, and as we're starting 11, you have three lives. So, the squad in question to celebrate Payet and Ben Arthur is France's 23-man squad for the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Ben, you are 2-1 up in the series, so would you like to kick us off with the first answer, please? I was really hoping it was going to be Saudi Arabia, we could have shakes on a plane. It's not a plane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that shouldn't be that funny, man. You're getting in my head already. You just trying to put me off. Uh, right. I would like to go first. Thank you very much. 2014. I'm going to kick things off with a man we've actually mentioned because there's no way he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to have Kareem Benzema, please. Karim Benzema? Mostly famous for winning the Ballon d'Or and not being in the France squad most of the time. Yep. Was yeah. in the squad this time. Yeah, mate. That's a correct answer. Yeah, this this was before he had the shenanigans with a, another player. Yeah, who will name <laughs> name will not be no. mentioned. Neither will the case. Uh, Harry, over to you. This is the one after their banter World Cup, wasn't it? Uh, yes. The yeah, they had the meltdown. Home, yeah. yeah. So. Um, Patrice Evra. Patrice Evra? Yes. That's a correct answer. Thank Very you. Very nice. I'll return to you, Mr. Woolley. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go right to the back. and I'm going to go Larice. Tottenham's Hugo Larice. That's a correct answer, of course. Yes. Um... Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. This would have been this had been Juve days, yeah. This is a correct answer. Nice. Nice. Unless he was injured. That was the only doubt I had <laughs> in my head there. Pogba injured never. What are you talking about? I'm gonna I'm gonna name a player who I think is definitely very dear in our hearts now. In case you want to give me a bonus point for that, because I think Olivier Giroud is there. Yeah, that was one. Olivier Giroud. Right? Sexiest man in football. Olivier, sex god Giroud was definitely strutting his stuff in Brazil. That's the correct answer. Yes. Uh, um, Rafael Varane. That was my next one. I think that's a sort. I'm just going through the big teams with the big names. I think there's another team that had a lot of players though. But Rafael Varane. It's a correct answer. Oh. I'm not going to lie. You said Raphael Varane. I looked for the list and thought, oh my God, he's not on there. And then I realised he was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, we've got him. There's going to be someone injured in this that 
I have to say there are some, the reason I picked this is there are some properly rogue shouts in this squad. Oh, there's gonna there's gonna be ones where you're like, A, I didn't realise he was playing for this team. B, how on earth is he on the play? Uh yeah, there's a couple like that. <laughs> um I am gonna go for Blaze Matweedy. Oh Great mate, that was my next one. I was certain <laughs> he was playing at left wing. That is an excellent shout. Blaze Matweedy is in the squad. Right. Um. Oh, uh, Steve Mandanda. Ooh. He's always the backup. Steve Mandanda. Formerly of I swear Palace. he's still backup to this day. <laughs> Steve Mandanda was not in the squad. Ooh. It's down oh, to no. two lives. Wait. No way. Oh no! I I think I know who the subkeeper is, and I can't remember his name. It's the bald bloke. It is the bald bloke. <laughs> oh. I tell you, I give you a clue, mate. It's not Fabian Barter. It's no keepers, by the way. It's oh yeah, keepers in the squad. What's his name? It's Ruffier. I can't remember. Is is it Ruffier? You, oh, you, Stefan Ruffier, the Sanetian. Stefan Ruffier. Are you yeah. locking that in as a correct answer? I, he's the only other French keeper I can think of from that time. Stefan Ruffier. Was in the squad. Correct oh, answer. Yes. Um, twenty fourteen. Um, Musa Sissoko. Oh, that is a, that is a, a bold shout. Musa Sissoko, who I assume would have been at Newcastle at this time, or maybe mm. Spurs, is a correct answer. Oh. Ooh. Wait. Where did they get to in this World Cup? Uh I think the quarterfinals. Wow. And back to you. Yes. I'm looking at that back line. And I'm like, Evra Varat. Both of whom we've mentioned. Yeah, they got knocked out by Germany in the quarterfinals. Who on earth is on the right side of this defence? I've got an idea, but I don't think he's... Well, yeah. the only one I can think of, because you talked about Newcastle. And I, surely there's no way... What well, he Was was Machu Dabushi the right back? I do think he might have been there. Machu I don't know if he started. Dabushi. I can't think of many French right backs from this time. Formerly of Newcastle and Arsenal. Let's not talk about the Arsenal days. <laughs> He was in the squad. Yes. Right. I think you've forgotten the main right back. Who might that be? I think it's Bakary Sanya. Oh, of course. Bakary Sanya. Also known as Bakary Lasagna. Or Sakari Banya. <laughs> oh, Bakary Sanya. They least said it wrong there. Bakary Sanya was in the squad. <laughs> right, yes. Right. We've got three, if we've got San... three defenders left, by the way. I'd, I'd get cracking with the strikers and the midfielders. Well, you say that. If Sanya's there, was Koscielny there? Yeah, that's a good shout. Oron Koscielny of Arsenal was in the squad, yes. Correct. Right. If Musa Sissoko's there, surely Johan Kabaya's there. Streets won't forget player in his own right, Johan Kabai. 
best centre back in the history of football. <laughs> <laughs> it's a correct answer. Oh, thank God for that. This obviously was the season that Newcastle finished high up the table and got Pardew a seven-year contract. This is 2014. This is years <laughs> later. I think Pardew's gone at this point. They're still paying him, though. Uh... Can you imagine Pardew hmm. with the Saudi money? Goodness oh me. He would have bought France. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in midfield, is a man that we love more for his birth than his playing. I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Rio Antonio Mavuba was there. Rio Antonio Mavuba, who could have played for anybody because he was born in the international waters. But did he pick France? And was he in the 2014 squad? Oh, he definitely picked France. <laughs> don't think, don't think I, he's I know he's French. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is in the squad. Yes. Wow, that was a bit of a pun. Um, so just for front three, just to let you know be... what you've got left. You've got a goalkeeper, you've got two defenders, you've got three midfielders and two attackers. Um, Matthew Valbuena. Ooh, I just remember good. he played a lot of games for France around that time. Matthew Valbuena, a little man. It's been my tiny days. Right? Absolutely tiny. He is in the squad. That's a correct answer. Nice. Ooh. Two midfielders left. Also, one of these midfielders, I'm telling you now, you're absolutely not going to get. <laughs> I promise you. And I don't think you're going to get the other goalkeeper as well. Uh, the goalkeeper. I I don't, yeah, I don't know the goalkeeper. I'm, I'm torn because there's a name I want to say, but I feel like he... He didn't go, and he very publicly didn't go, but I can't remember if it was this World Cup. And I'm going to say it, it's going to be wrong, but I've got nothing else in my head. Samir Nasri. Samir Nasri, who I'm sure we was will this discuss. the one where he kicked off? Sure, we will discuss him at some point on this podcast. He was not in the squad. Ah! We are down to two lives. It's two lives apiece. Harry, we go back to you. The pressure is on. I can't believe that one there's one attacker that you've not gone for. I cannot believe it. There's, you got me hooked on this midfielder now that you think <laughs> I'm not going to get. Because I think it's one of two. Go on. To get, give me both names. I don't want any reaction from, from either of us, Ben. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's either Morgan Schneiderlin or it's Clement Granier. And I'm not sure. I'm going to go with Clement Grenier. Clement Grenier was not in the squad. Harry oh, no. is down to a single life. No. Now, see, this is interesting. Because, you know, we were having that sportsmanship discussion earlier. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in that situation now. Oh, mate, you're more than willing to have him. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, do I take Schneiderlin and run through <laughs> and potentially score? But, mate, but is he actually in the squad? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sitting there like, I could just say it in case it's right. <laughs> if you do say it and it's wrong, you're down to a life age, which does make it very interesting. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to go Morgan Schneiderlin. He was insane. At, it should have been Southampton at the time, right? Uh, I believe so. 
Morgan Schneiderlin. Or United. Oh, I can feel the tension. Was. My heart is beating in my chest. Yes! I've only said was. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Morgan Schneiderlin was in the squad. Oh, oh yes! God. I thought I'd bottled that then. I've gone too oh, early yeah, and the bars called me back. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, I'm gonna have to go safe then. Well, I don't even know if it is that I'd safe. Say there's, I'd say there's at Antoine least Griezmann. two safe options left. Yeah, he's Antoine the Griezmann. Antoine Griezmann is, of course, in the squad. That's correct answer. Harry nice. lives to, to guess another day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that has now put me in a lurch because that was who I was going to go for. We've got well. a goalkeeper, two defenders, a midfielder and a striker left. Another midfielder? Yeah, there's one midfielder left and it, he is, for lack of a better word, Oh my uh, word! The centre up. Yes. Is he a big? Oh, he well? he stinks. He's dog. <laughs> he's got a oh, dog. Oh, I, I know which. Twenty fourteen. I think I want it to be him more for the meme than for any of his ability. Was it Mamadou Sakho? <laughs> That's the man. Thing. The man who broke the weight machine in the Liverpool trading centre. <laughs> he had to be supervised when he went to the I gym. have just realised that you've got three defenders left and Mamadou Sakho was one of them. <laughs> oh. uh, Who is this? Other is, so you've got a goalkeeper. I'm going to help you slightly with an actual position rather than just a, a general overview. You've got a goalkeeper, a left back, a centre back, an attacking midfielder and an out and out striker. I'm, I could have a pun at all of them. You've got one life. I think I've, I've got. I've got one. I think the centre back. Two. I think the centre back is uh, Elia Quinn Mangala. What? That is a bold. I think it's cow. his Man City. I think it's just before his Man City days where he got really big. What when he was at? He was in Portugal. He was at Porto, I believe. Yeah, Eliquim Mangala. It's an out. It's an out God. there shout. What other centre back is there? I honestly I don't know. So. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's either him or it's who's the other um Adil Rami. Sure. That's a that's a centre half partnership that is. That's what I mean, it's one or the other, and I think it's Mangala. He was in the squad. Oh. <laughs> that is that is sensational oh. for me, I have to say. Thank you. you. Talk about a pressure situation. You've got a life left and you go for eloquent Mangala. That, that is, is that is sensational <laughs> dance. There's no other centre backs apart from him and Rami, and I think Rami was injured or something. Right. Oh, we or oh, Pamela Anderson either way. Oh, God, uh, so you've got a goalkeeper left. And then he said his name. That would have been quite interesting. You've got a goalkeeper left. <laughs> you've got a left back, an attacking midfielder, and a striker. Right. The the attacking midfielder, I've got the no I'm idea. just going to tell you now, the left back is absolutely gettable. As is okay. the striker, because it's thrown. I've okay. got an idea for both. I just don't know who the left... Who the you take one, I'll take the other. <laughs> yeah, but then, <laughs> but then... Hang on. <laughs> then I run out of answers. Yeah, I'm not I'm not leaving. I'm going to leave you the I'm, cam, I'm, mate. Do you know what? I'm going to put some money on the line genuinely here. If either of you get the goalkeeper or the attacking midfielder, I will send you a fiver. 
Christ. Uh, do you know what? You've said that and I've actually got an answer for the cam as well. Oh, no. <laughs> it's one of two. It's one of I, two. I'm thinking, is this too early for him? But I don't want to be the guy who says this striker's name in a clutch situation. <laughs> so I'm going to go for the left. I was going to say I'm going to take... <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to take a yes at the left back on Luca Digne. That was my question. I think it is Luca Digne of Everton and now Aston Villa. The only other option is Ali Sissoko, and I really doubt it's him. I've got a fever Even for the, the flavor. flavor Ali Sissoko <laughs> is in the squad, and no, I'm joking. Uh, Luca <laughs> Luca Digne is a correct answer. <laughs> yes, yeah, had to be. Well, I've got an answer for the cam, but I am going to go for the striker because I think that's the safer okay. option. Is it Loic Remy? I think it is. Loic Remy of QPR. Can't believe QPR got a player at the World Cup. That's nuts. Because it is a correct answer. Or was he in Newcastle? Oh. Was he in Newcastle? Uh, no, we never did QPR was at the he... point, I think. So, we are down to the two. The keeper and the cam. The two impossible oh. answers. Oh, man. You know what I'm doing? You are two one up. But if Harry gets the cam right, you get your answer wrong here. You're in big trouble. I am. I am. I'm sitting here just thinking of like the garbage cans you used to see playing like FIFA. I've got two that both play for the same team, so... I'm going to take a punt. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. It doesn't feel right, because he was never good. But uh, this is the French team, you don't have to be good. Was it Remy Cabella? Right, he he is my one answer. The other one is Florian Tauvan. I think Tauvan's too late. Yeah, but he got really good at like, was it Marseille? He I left can confirm that one of Florian Tauvan and Remy Cabella is in the squad. Ben. Remy Cabella was in the squad. Oh, get oh, in there. Give me that. <laughs> That's right. You know what that is? It's the mohawk. It just sticks but in your mind. Tell me I was not wrong when I said he was <laughs> Oh, he was garbage. Was this his... Was he playing for, like, Montpellier? No way he was at this point. Would this not have been Newcastle, no? Was he not Newcastle, or...? I don't know. Was he in Monaco for a bit? Was he, actually a, was he in Monaco for a uh, bit? I'll have a look while you try and pluck a French backup keeper out of your ass. Oh, mate, good luck with this. Literally, <laughs> Mandanda's injured <laughs> and it's definitely some old. He he was at Newcastle at this point, yes. Oh. oh right. Oh, this was Newcastle's sign anyone who's French days, wasn't it? Oh, mate. Who was. Literally, I've got no ideas. I've got, I've got to think of some, and he must have had some caps. 
Manda was Ma was this the one where Mandanda was injured? Well, presumably, he wasn't in the squad. But no, I think he was preliminary called up, and he got he broke his hand. And when he came back, that's when he went Manhanda. to the Palace. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> Am I gonna have any luck knowing what team he played for, Dan? Or is this uh, the team, you'd know the team. I don't know whether you'd know he played for this team. So he, I might know him from other teams. Hang on, let teams. me have a look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Because there's one I know that played for Lille, and maybe PSG. Uh, he played for three different teams. Four different teams, sorry. If if two of them are Lille and PSG, I've got a chance, but I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> I'm gonna have to push you for an answer. His name is. Is it Lambo? Like L A M B E A U. Is that is that your final answer? I've got nothing else, mate. So just to confirm, no first name, surname, Lambo is your final answer. <laughs> Lam, yeah, Lam, Lam. That's a car, mate. Lambio, Lam. Oh, uh, do, do you want what a more pun rather than just saying random letters? Well, why? What, what, what am I supposed <laughs> to be saying? Just like you're trying to give me another pun, you're going to give me the answer. Lam. Alright, that's it. I've had enough. Lambo. Mikel. Michael. Michel. Lam. Lambri. Lam. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going yeah, to call it a Lambo, mate. <laughs> Michel Lambo. I'm going with me. Michel Lambo. <laughs> he's, definitely, hell, I, he's definitely some old <laughs> French keeper. <laughs> Michel Lambeau is not in the squad. <laughs> ben, is, oh. ben is the winner. So it's clearly something like that. Can, can I just work like my that. way through the letters he didn't say? <laughs> oh, that's really tickled me. <laughs> well, you've won because I've lost yeah. all my lives. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to know. Oh, you don't which even letter of the alphabet did Harry not say? Is it? Is it? Mikel. Well, it's not Lambo. It's Lando. Lando. <laughs> the goalkeeper you were missing, and you're gonna kick yourself when you hear this, Harry. Is a Mikhail Landru. <laughs> oh mate. Oh, but I have no he, idea who he, he played, is. So you could have had that. Was one. he a Lille and PSG? Nantes and played 335 games. Then went to PSG, played more than 100 Last games, year? and then went to Lille and played more than 100 games. And then his career was 618 appearances and got 11 caps for France. He's an, it was manager of Lorient. Mate, oh, that's good for him. Well, oh, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. Oh, that was so good. Do you know what? I I knew him because I could see when you're building a French squad and ultimate team and you had no money to get Hugo Lloris and Steve Mandanda was not cutting it. The other backup was this through who played for Lille. And I, was I do not Lille. ever recall this man. <laughs> Michael Lambert. Yeah, he turns into a car. Yeah, Michael, <laughs> mate, it's Michael Lambert. <laughs> Oh, the greatest English player me. ever, Michael Lambert. That was that was a great ending. That was a shambolic final guess. Was he at Lille around 2011, Dan? Uh, no, after that.
Oh. Let's be honest, boys. That was a shambolic episode altogether. We're going to possibly kick a man out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we vote. We voted nobody in, and we've created a French goalkeeper who doesn't exist. But we went down to the last man in the twenty-three man squad. That is yeah, not. It's bad. not like that's a difficult squad. There's like there's a couple of players in there who are just they shouldn't be there. Ah, oh, well. In a week where we've achieved nothing, thank you very much for listening to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, make sure you go listen to the previous episodes over on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SWF underscore pod. Thank you very much. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them. Did! Oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamal! From David Villa, oh, great finish. He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal here! That is terrific! Can't wait to vote in Michael Lambo next week. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mick, Mickle, Michael, Mockle, Lum, Lum, Drew, Lum, Blue. <laughs>